Today's episode is just a special reselling news update. Let's get into it. What is up, Galaxians? Welcome to a special kind of weekend update news edition. There has been so much reselling news that's broken in the last few days. I didn't want to wait until next week to get it all out there. So here I am on a weekend when I said I was going to take the weekend off, bringing you some reselling news. News updates. So first up, You've probably heard this already, but if you haven't, February 22nd, which is just a few short days from now, is the day where your required item specifics updates need to be done in order for your listings to show up. So if you have not gotten that done yet, you'll want to take a look at that over the weekend or heading into early next week and make sure you get at least your required item specifics updates taken care of. I have been pretty fortunate. I had well less than 100 total that popped up in my feed. I've got about 3,600 listings that have recommended updates. And when I go look at them, a lot of them are pretty crazy looking. So let me know in the comments, are you updating all of those recommended item specifics, even if they don't really apply to the item? Uh, You know, some of them, they're asking for a character and they have options like the Avengers and whatnot, and they just, it doesn't really apply. So what are you doing with those? Are you going in and leaving them blank? Are you going in and putting not applicable? How are you handling the ones that don't look like they apply? Or are you ignoring the recommended ones altogether? I haven't decided yet. I may go through early next week and take a look at those and maybe do some updates on those. I haven't fully decided. So let us know in the comments what you're going to do with the recommended ones. But again, remember, February 22nd is the deadline for the required item specifics updates. Moving on, sticking with eBay. You would think that this guy can tell the future. I should buy some lottery tickets or something. (laughs) Uh, On this show, over the last two weeks, I made two predictions One was that eBay was going to extend the weather-related seller protections into this week because of the winter storms, and they did that on February 17th. Uh, Update seller protections for shipping delays from storms across the U.S. and messaging to buyers. Winter weather conditions... Conditions are still disrupting transportation times across parts of the U.S. We previously announced seller protections for these weather delays, and we are expanding those to also cover defects resulting from transactions that you canceled. We've also added the following message that buyers see when they view their tracking information on eBay to let them know there may be delays due to the snowstorms and to allow extra time. So kind of like during the holiday season where they had that special little warning, uh, now it says due to severe weather, packages may be delayed. So uh, those seller protections, as I expected, were extended into this week. The second thing we talked about was that some sellers, depending on when they went on managed payments, were having their seller subscription, store subscription fees handled in a different manner than others. And I said at that time, 
that I fully expected that eBay would eventually put all that together and put everybody on one system. And lo and behold, not three days later, (laughs) uh, I got an email and you may have gotten this too. Uh, eBay continues to enhance the selling experience and we have important updates for the coming weeks. Simplified fees, eBay has created a simpler and more modern billing process to pay for your eBay fees and expenses. Beginning in late March, eBay will phase out the billing of selling fees and expenses via a monthly invoice. So no more monthly invoice uh, come kind of the end of March. Instead, eBay will collect fees and other expenses, such as those resulting from refunds, claims, or disputes, directly from your earnings, so from your managed payments accounts. If your earnings are not sufficient to cover these amounts, we will charge your payment method on file, a debit or credit card, and or your linked bank account. I talked about that as well, so make sure you've got all that information up to date and that you're you're managing your managed payments and the associated accounts in accordance with the idea that Sooner or later, you're going to have to pay some fees, and there needs to be some money in there. Uh, They go on to say some examples of eBay selling fees include, but are not limited to, insertion fees, promoted listings, listing upgrades, and store subscription fees, which will be the big new one for most people. Uh, That's been one that has historically always shown up on your monthly invoice, and now that's going to come out of your managed payments as well. You may find information on fees and expenses via the reports functionality in the payments tab in Seller Hub. Depending on your monthly billing invoice date, you may continue to receive invoices for both March and April. You must still pay any outstanding amounts that are reflected on billing invoices that you receive during this time. So for at least the next month or maybe two depending on where you're at in your billing cycle, you may still get a monthly invoice and you'll be required to pay that. That will not be coming out of your managed payments. So be sure you look at that and be on the lookout for those. Uh, They're also making some changes. Uh, They also, I should point out, they claim, quote, charges will not be duplicated. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) Uh, They've also added expanded support for international selling. If you offer to ship internationally, your listings may surface in buyer searches on supported international sites. You may also limit the countries you ship to by selecting specific regions in your listing settings. So there's a lot going on there. You've probably got that email. Take some time, go through it, check your payments tab, but be aware that this change is coming at the end of March and the first part of April. Kind of in conjunction with that, there was another notice that went out that starting on March 17th, eBay will no longer offer sellers the option to change their invoiced currency to non-US currency on their eBay invoices. If you are currently receiving eBay invoices in a currency other than US dollars, you will continue to receive your invoices in your selected currency. Beginning March 17th, you will only be able to change your non-U.S. currency to U.S. dollars. We are making this change to create a streamlined user experience for seller disbursements and charges when you join managed payments. 
Most U.S. sellers, of course, are already billed in U.S. dollars. The change will really only affect a small number of overseas sellers, but be aware of that. If you're thinking about changing the money that you use to pay for your seller fees, you're going to want to get that changed as quickly as possible because effective March 17th, your only option will be whatever you're on right now and U.S. dollars. Continuing on with eBay, they announced uh, new simplified shipping badges. I noticed this kind of going through some listings the other day. So they have replaced the Fast and Free logo for items that qualify. Fast shipping speed and clear delivery dates are some of the first things that buyers look for in your listings. To make sure your shipping speeds are more visible and to help improve your sales, we're replacing the Fast and Free badge with a new message that shows shipping speed up front, making it easier for buyers to identify listings with the fastest arrival. The Fast and Free badge highlighted listings with shipping speeds of four business days or less, but didn't include any other details that buyers look for. To help your fast shipping speeds stand out to buyers, we're updating Fast and Free to this simpler, more informative design. This updated shipping message will include shipping speed from next day up to four business days. The way we estimate delivery dates, they say, is not changing and is still based on your handling time, location, and the delivery services you offer. So this is available in the eBay news. If you haven't seen this, you can take a look at it. They've got a couple of examples of what this actually looks like on a listing. I noticed that I want to say on Wednesday... Uh, as I was scrolling through that the fast and free had been replaced by this new free X days shipping. It's still in green. It's still highlighted. It's still in the same place. It's just a little more specific than kind of the generic fast and free. So uh, I don't know if it's really that big a deal, but that is a change that they have made. Uh, eBay has also announced the recipients of the up and running grants. We talked about this back, man, I want to say it was probably in December that they were in conjunction with a, a company called Hello Alice, which is a small business kind of incubator, if you will. They were going to grant, I believe it was $50,000, $10,000 grants, primarily aimed at brick and mortar retailers who had been affected by the pandemic and were transitioning their business into online, obviously, particularly those that choose to use eBay. Uh, they finally announced those grant winners this week. There's a full list available uh, of all 50. I was not one of them. I'm, I'm bummed. <laughs> but as I said at the time, I really didn't expect that I would be because I'm not, I don't have a brick and mortar at this point. And that was clearly the focus of this program. Uh, they announced this grant program back in November in, uh, like I said, partnership with the business accelerator, Hello Alice. They received more than 13,500 applications. They gave away 50 uh, winners, 50 grants of $8,000 in cash and $2,000 worth of eBay credits. So congratulations to the 50 winners. If you're interested in a full list, they're available on eBay. You can go and take a look at that. Moving on, Poshmark this week announced that they are expanding into Australia. This comes just a month after their initial public offering. Uh, Poshmark Inc., 
is heading to Australia in the fashion marketplace operator's first expansion since their January public offering. The Redwood City, California-based company, which runs an online platform for selling secondhand apparel and other things, as we talked about earlier in the week, currently is available only in the U.S. and Canada. But Poshmark is looking for long-term growth through international expansion and will start with English-speaking countries, according to a statement. Australia was chosen as their first market outside of North America because it has a well-established thrift shop culture, high rates of e-commerce adoption, and environmentally conscious consumers, said their chief executive officer. The company said its platforms consist of 70 million users, about 43% of which are currently active users. So big moves for Poshmark as they begin to grow internationally. This article does not specify if it's going to be kind of a gated community, if you will, if it's only going to be Australian sellers selling to Australian buyers, or if it will be a truly international situation where if you have listings on the U.S. site, they will be available in Australia. I don't believe that will probably be the case, at least initially. Um, But this article, and as always, I will link to these in the show notes and the description below. This article does not say one way or the other whether that is going to be the case. And lastly, for this week, uh, Etsy has now announced a program to let buyers round up orders for charity. Etsy is letting buyers round up orders for its Uplift Fund that gives to nonprofits across the U.S. that work to remove barriers to entrepreneurship, such as lack of digital education and training, funding, and insufficient access to health insurance and paid leave. Uh, Starting today, shoppers in the United States who are purchasing from sellers with Etsy payments can round up their order total to the nearest dollar and donate the change to Etsy's Uplift Fund. For example, if a shopper's order total is $25.55, they can round up their order to $26 and donate $0.45, and all that spare change can really add up. The Uplift Fund contributes to nonprofits that work to create paths to entrepreneurship for everyone. Uh, The writers of this article reached out to Etsy to ask if sellers would have to pay the payment processing fees on this new total amount, including the spare change portion, and if this money would show up on their subsequent 1099K. A spokesman pointed us to a response a staff member made in the comments section of the post in the Etsy seller handbook. That's a mouthful. (laughs) Uh, Quote, the buyer's donation is a completely separate charge to the order total amount. You will not pay any fees on the donation amount. Nothing charges, sorry, nothing changes for you as the seller if the buyer donates when purchasing an item from your shop on Etsy. Any applicable seller fees will be calculated based on the order total as usual. The order total not including any donation and minus any applicable fees is what will be available in your payment account like any other order. So good on Etsy A for having this program available and doing the outreach and for doing it the right way and protecting their sellers from incurring any extra fees. If you sell on Etsy, let me know if you've seen any of this. I don't know how transparent it is if you even see that a a customer chose to do the roundup or if you totally have no idea. I don't know what the level of transparency is. If you're on Etsy and you do that, uh, let us know in the comments what you've seen. 
And that's about going to wrap it up. Like I said, there was just some of this stuff was fairly important. And even though it's a little ways off, I didn't want it to wait until next Wednesday. So I thought I would put together just a quick recap of this reselling news. So you got something for the weekend. Next week, just to give you a heads up on Wednesday, in addition to the normal kind of midweek business recap and the what sold, uh, I'm really excited. We'll be doing a reselling conversation with Julian from 3Gen Hustle. Uh, I'll have a link to his YouTube and his Instagram in the show notes and the video description below. So you can go check out his channel. Really thrilled to be talking to him. I think we've got a really great conversation coming up. So look forward to that next Wednesday. With that, I hope everybody has a great weekend. And now it's time to sell. Thanks, guys. You have been listening to the Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips Reseller Talk podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you again next time.